This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the only official home of Swamp Boys Genetics. SeedsHereNow.com also carries seeds from TH Seeds, Aficionado Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for our friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that's coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Ganja Farmers. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 714 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about growing feminized seeds and working with feminized plants. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Danny Dave. Let's send a big thank you shout out to our buddy Bob. Let's send a thank you to Alabama Man and JG. Let's send a big salute and a fist bump and a thank you shout out to the captain and commander of the Irie Army, my friend Lemur Priest. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Billy Podunk holding it down in Alaska. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Brian P and Easy 057. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy OG Purple Thumb. I want to send a special thank you shout out to my buddy Gaiuti Grows. Let's send a thank you to Blackhawks fan and Matt H. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Trium Up. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen, and you know I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make everything nice and easy for all of my friends. I do want to make one quick update, maybe an announcement. A lot of times when you sign up for Patreon, you type in a name, and that is now your Patreon account name. Some people put their regular name. Some people put their full name. Some people make up a cool name and put Gaiuti Grows in there. Uh, Some people have Lemur Priest in there. Some people, however, are just putting their real full government name in there. I don't know if you want me to say your real legal name on the show. I understand that that could get you in some trouble. Uh, Maybe your coworkers, your boss, your friends, maybe your wife finds out that you're contributing to the Patreon and she doesn't want that. I don't want you to get in any trouble. So if I'm saying the wrong name or if I haven't said your name and you're concerned, simply send me a message on Patreon and let me know what your name is under on the account and let me know what the corrected name I should say on the show is. I do have an update from one person here. I've been possibly saying the wrong name, but they do want me to give a shout out to ocannabis613. So big shout out to ocannabis613. You're getting a shout out. I'm not sure from this message. I'm not sure if that was uh, the message was from ocannabis or if their friend paid for this shout out, honestly, by the looks of this. But either way, if I'm not saying the correct name, 
uh, because I've called a couple of people the wrong name for several episodes. Just update me, correct me, send me an email. I do. Uh, this is a cannabis podcast. That means I do consume cannabis before, after, and possibly during this show. If I have forgotten, if I have failed to make the adjustments and corrections, simply send me another email. Send me a nudge. Uh, we'll get it corrected. I'll say the right thing on the show. All right. So once again, big shout out to our buddy, OCannabis613. I'm not sure if that came from you or your friend. Either way, big love. Thanks for the support to both of you or you. I'm confused. I do have a real topic for this podcast here. I've got a screenshot here in my phone. I'm going to grab the phone. No, I'm not flirting with anybody. I'm not scrolling Instagram looking at butts and boobs. I am actually reading a message here on the screen. I'm looking for it. This one, I found this on YouTube. I've said this before. I prefer not to take the comments from the YouTube channel. It's much easier to capture them and print them and use them here on the show when they come through either an email or the Grow Help tab on the website. Let's talk about that before we even get to this. On the website, iregenetics.com, there is a Grow Help tab. There's a tab that says Grow Help. If you have uh, questions or need Grow Help with your plants, all you have to do is fill out a quick, uh, it's like a questionnaire. It's like basically asking your blood pressure, height, and weight, but we do it about the plants. What are you growing? Are you indoors? Are you outdoors? Are you growing under LED, HPS, ceramic metal halide? Are you using campfire and flashlights? Uh, what kind of soil are you in? Are you using hydro? What are you doing? I want to know some questions. And then I give you an opportunity to type in your question and ask what you need help with. The reason I ask so many preliminary question is because, questions is because people say, why are my plants yellow? And I'm like, well, that could be a billion things. With that little questionnaire, that little uh, preview, that little uh, survey, that helps me get an idea of what's going on with your plants in your grow room. It answers all the questions I was going to reply with anyway. It saves us a step. So if you've got grow questions, if you need grow help, I do recommend the grow help tab on iregenetics.com. That goes straight to the phone. When you send that message, it goes to my phone. My phone jingles. I will check that. Then I will print it. It'll end up in paper. That's the best way to get it on the show. I've got papers piled up. I know which episode they go to. They're paper clipped together. That's just my organization. It's easier that way. However, I did like this one. This one came from YouTube. I'm not going to read a lot of them from YouTube because it's harder to find them. It's harder to print them, keep them, access them, file them. But this one was good. I'm fucking high and rambly, but it's going to work out. This one goes a little bit, a lot, if not just like this. It says, can I do this with feminized seeds? And then they ask a question, clone a P1. So that basically means grow a plant. You've grown your parent, your P1. So we're going to clone the P1, which was feminized. We're going to, we've assumed this was feminized. They're asking about fem seeds. Clone the P1. Use colloidal silver on one clone and use that to pollinate multiple plants. So far, yes, you can absolutely do that. That's what I do. That is what is commonly done. We're going to take a P1 plant and we're going to clone that. We're going to reverse one. And then we're going to do what I call pollen chuck. And we're going to put that pollen on a cut of the same thing and a cut of other things. And now we've got a breeding project. You're off to a good start here so far. Makes sense. I get it. It goes on though. It says, now I'm going to take another P1 clone and spray that. Cross that with the seeds from the first batch. And that should give me F2 seeds right. Thanks, buddy. I've been watching you more and more lately. Big shout out to our friend Sean Cross from the YouTube. I'm not sure. Um, there's parts of this question that I have questions about. So I'm going to clarify that right here. When you say, then take another P1 clone and spray that, if that P1, so what you have to do now, if you want to make the F2, there's a specific step because you could mess this up. Let me try to clarify the question. And then I'm going to, of course, ramble on Rose about this. Um, if, 
So you're going to take a plant, and it does not matter if it's feminized or non-feminized. I'm going to talk about that's going to be the main chunk of this podcast. Here, let me scroll up and get myself to that part of the notes. Uh, we're going to talk about that part a lot here, but um, let me get myself back on track. So we're going to take a feminized plant. It doesn't matter at this point if it's regular or feminized. It is all the same. That's what I'm going to ramble about in a moment here. We're going to take a plant. We're going to clone it. And then just like I said, we're going to reverse it. You can use silver thiosulfate. You can use colloidal silver, uh, whatever works best for your situation, your experience. Go ahead, do that. Reverse it. Chuck some pollen. Now you're going to make seeds. Now to make F2, which is the filial, second filial generation, you have to take seeds, a batch of those seeds that come from the same plant. So let's just say you took a golden goat and you pollinated lemon skunk. Now you've now made lemon Jeffrey. It's an R1, also technically can be an F1. For this case, we're going to call it an F1. To make an F2, you would have to take a batch of those lemon Jeffrey F1 seeds or S1s. It's the same thing. Uh, or R1 is what it technically is. It's an R1 and an F1 at the same time. You have to take seeds out of that batch and find, you're going to have to reverse that and then make that again with the same male and female out of that batch because that's how you make the filial generation. If you go back and use one of the males or females from previous, notice I said go back. That is a back cross. If they came from the same batch of seeds, if that's a this is a filial. So when you make seeds, what comes out of there is the filial generation. If they are the same filial generation that you're crossing, then you move forward in filial generations. If you cross to anything else, you are making a new F1 or a back cross. So I think that will sum up that part of the question. If you make seeds, take if you only cross one plant to another plant, and then you get those seeds and you find a male and a female out of those or a female that you reverse out of those and cross that again, that is a F2 because that's a filial generation moving forward. If you moved backwards using a previous parent or a previous mom, now you are going backwards to a back cross. I hope that makes it clear. Now, the chunk of this I want to focus on is something you really said at the beginning was a feminized plant. You said, can I do this with feminized seeds? There's a lot of myths, misconceptions, misunderstandings, rumors, falsities, bullshit. Um, what is it? Whackness, uh, fuckery around feminized seeds. There's It's a lot of rumors and shit that people don't simply do not understand around feminized seeds. And that is understandable. If you only learn from the internet, if you only learn from what your cousin's uncles told you that he heard from his brother in Vietnam, that they met at a boot camp one time, like that info is old and who knows what the fuck that person really said. And somebody heard one thing because we only half pay attention when we fucking listen to each other anyway. So a lot of people have misinformation, misconceptions, bad info about fem seeds. Feminized seeds are no different than a regular seed other than the fact that the pollen, the pollen is the difference. The pollen was the part that was feminized. The plants are the same exact thing as a male-female plant, except you won't find that male chromosome, which would have been transferred in the pollen. I'm going to borrow a lesson from my friend, Mr. Soul. Big shout out to Mr. Soul. Uh, Mr. Solon is an amazing dude, uh, puts out some great seeds, puts out the uh, Cindy 99 and some other great shit. Big shout out to Brothers Grimm Seed Company. Mr. Soul made the greatest analogy that I can ever think of. I can't come up with anything better than this, but I want to give him credit because give credit when credit is due. Uh, you've got to honor and credit your teachers, your masters. Something Mr. Soul taught us, the best way I can explain it, when we make feminized pollen, we are reversing a female plant. This is a full... Here, I'm going to go on a, a side tangent of my tangent. We're walking down alleys, holding hands. Come with me. Let's do this together. 
A lot of people say that when we make fem seeds, we are using a treatment to make the female plant become a hermaphrodite. That is not true. That is not accurate. These plants are not intersex or hermaphroditic plants. If they were, I would not be making seeds with them. I stress test them and make sure they are not intersex plants. What I'm doing is not causing hermaphroditism or intersex. So this is hermaphrodite, intersex. That is not the right word here. These plants are reversed. They are treated and reversed to make pollen. They are not male plants. Uh, they are female plants creating pollen. So they're reversed. They're treated. They're not intersex. They're not hermaphrodites. Let's get that correct. Now, the part that Mr. Soul taught us, when we make feminized seeds, we are treating the female plant, a fully female plant. I touch on that again, fully female. Uh, we treat that with a either silver, silver thiosulfate or colloidal silver. I prefer the thiosulfate. I can't say it today. I fucking promise I know what it is. I prefer the silver thiosulfate method myself. If you do the other way or any other way, have fun, power to the people, do your fucking thing. So we have learned how to make female plants produce pollen. Mr. Soul says, uh, taught us that basically we have learned to put up a filter. Imagine your male plant, your pollen donor, or in this case, our reversed female plant is right here. It's over here. It's making pollen. It's, it's jizzing. It's busting a load. It's doing its thing. You're going to sneeze. That's, the, that's what it's doing. It's making you fucking sneeze. Over here, we've got female plants. They've got their, their hairs, like you guys like to call them. They're, they're ready to go. They're ready to get pollinated. Their female parts are sticking up. These plants are horny. We got dudes blowing loads or a reversed female blowing a load. We got ladies over here ready to get it, right? Somehow, through the magic of science, basically what we have done by reversing these plants, Mr. Soul says, we put up a screen that works as a filter that only sucks out male pollen because the sex is determined through the pollen. That pollen is going to hit a female plant. Those chromosomes then are going to mix. If there's male chromosomes in there, that's when the plants will decide if it'll be a male or a female plant. We've already got the female pollen going over there. No male pollen. So the only difference is we basically found a filter or a vacuum and we're sucking out the male pollen out of the sky before that male sperm ever lands on the plants. It's only female sperm, female pollen getting over there. We're only making female babies. That is not the scientific method, but that is the easiest way to explain it that most people will understand. Once again, credit to Mr. Soul for that explanation because that is the most uh, reliable, teachable explanation I've ever heard. We have found a way to suck out the male pollen. So the only big difference in these seeds and the offspring is that there will not be any males. Now, this is science and nature coming together, and nature always has a way. I have seen full-on male plants pop up from feminized projects. That is not impossible. It is highly unlikely and highly uncommon, but it does happen. That is just because this is nature and science, and we cannot control everything. You guys have seen Jurassic Park. Life does find a way. Shit does happen. But if we do this correctly, we should come up with 99.9% pure female offspring. Now, with that being said, there should not be any significant difference in the performance of a feminized or a regular seed. They should both germinate the same. They should veg at the same rate. Of course, you're going to have strain-dependent variables. I've got some strains that simply veg slower than others, and it doesn't matter if they came from a fem seed or a regular seed. That's just the vigor and growth of that specific plant. I truly do not think that regular or feminized has anything to do with it because sometimes uh, the slower growing plants honestly can be those regular seeds. So they germinate the same. They veg the same. They flower the same. The potency will be the same. The 
per okay, here's something that I will say can be different. I found two variables as I'm thinking about this. I find less intersex plants in packs of feminized seeds than I do in regular seeds. Now, since we've got feminized seeds dialed down and breeders are doing the work, I do find more problematic seeds in regular packs. So that is something I do notice that I will testify to as something who pops a lot of seeds, grows a lot of plants, works with a lot of seeds. I do see more anomalies, more variables, more freaks from the regular seeds. Now, another thing I can uh, testify to is there is likely and commonly less variation in feminized seeds. Why is that? Because if we're making a selfed plant, if we're making, let's say, golden goat selfed seeds, a golden goat feminized plant, I cut a clone of golden goat. I cut another clone of golden goat. I treat one with our silver. If it's thiosulfate or colloidal silver, whichever, we treat one clone. We use that pollen to put on what? Golden goat. What genetics are in there? Golden goat. That's pure golden goat. You're not going to find anything but golden goat. You may see some uh, grandparents, some parent traits of golden goat, but you're not going to find adulterated golden goat. The other option is golden goat BX, which of course, you've got another plant in there, another line of genetics, which adulterate that, which give you way more phenotypical options. So in my opinion, in my experience, in my testimony, I see and find less variation amongst feminized seeds. So that's a pro to the fem seeds. I was going to try to say that there's no difference and that they're even, but we have found a solid difference here. In the regular seeds, I do find more problems, more mutants, more weirdos, more intersex plants. In the fems, I see less variation, more reliability, which is what we are calling stability in the cannabis space. So let's elaborate on this a lot. Part of this question was about breeding with fems. I often get asked, can you breed with feminized seeds? Can you keep mothers of feminized seeds? And the answer to all of that is yes. They're just like a regular male, female plant, except you did not have to fuck with the male plants when you were doing the sexing. If the breeder did the work, that feminized seed will be everything the same. It'll have the vigor. I've said this before. It will be all the traits, all the qualities, all of the abilities of a regular plant, except you don't have to worry about getting a male in that pack. Oftentimes, there's no way to get a certain strain, like real Gorilla Glue. People talk about they've got Gorilla, gorilla Glue number four. The only way you've got, it was a clone only. Unless you got the clone, if you bought seeds, they had to be feminized seeds because there was nothing put out. Uh, there were no seeds put out of the Gorilla Glue. So if you wanted seeds of it, you had to get feminized seeds. It had to be the Gorilla Glue, cut a clone, cut another clone, reverse it, put it on the Gorilla Glue, make feminized selfed seeds. That was the only way to get it. Otherwise, you had to adulterate it and cross it to whatever I was working with. Was it King Solomon? Maybe I did that. Maybe I hit the Gorilla Glue with Solomon. Maybe I've got something in the works right now with a, a feminized Gorilla Glue project coming up that I don't want to talk about yet. But the reason that we do a lot of fem stuff is because it is simply not available in the regular form. And we've wanted, really, we don't want to put out misrepresentations of our lines out there. I put out uh, golden goat fem seeds, and I don't want to uh, ruin the reputation of golden goat by putting out bullshit. So we did, I did work hard at making sure that those seeds were correct. So um, I got on a big ramble there. I think there are uh, less, very. you can use, here I am, I'm back on track. You can use uh, feminized seeds for anything that you can use a regular male, female seed for. You can make a mom out of it. You can cut clones with it. You can breed to it. You can do anything and it will work beautifully if you have done your selection properly. Also, that goes back to if the breeder did their work properly. Did they select female plants 
that did not show any intersex traits? Did they select plants that uh, handle stress well, handle bugs well, uh, possibly pathogens well, abuse well? I really try when I'm making fem seeds that are going to market, I try to find plants that you can beat the shit out of because I want uh, I want my clientele to be able to have a product that they can beat up. I want to set them up for success. So I find plants that can take abuse, can handle pests, pathogens, problems. That's really what I'm looking for. So did the breeder do the work? Did they stress test their plants? Did they sex test them? Did they intersex test them and put them through the ringer before they bred to them? So if they did all that part, then you did your proper selection. If you selected your females and you ran them through a few stress tests a couple of times, did the proper pheno hunt, then if you're going to breed with them, they will work just like any other seeds. I made Lemon Jeffrey. Let's talk again about Lemon Jeffrey. That is a, uh, it's a lemon skunk plant from Greenhouse Seeds. I got it uh, in a pack of seeds as a gift. It is a champion lemon skunk. I came from seed, so nobody's got the one that I've got. That's one of the best parts about growing from seed. I've got this phenotype that you don't have. So I've got the lemon skunk. I reversed golden goat. I put that reversed golden goat pollen onto the lemon skunk. We now made lemon Jeffrey. I have got the prized keeper of lemon Jeffrey. I've got the champion. Uh, it's amazing. This cut of lemon Jeffrey does everything you would want it to do. It tastes amazing. It hits in potency. It hits in weight. It grows quickly. Uh, it's a perfect fucking plant. So I took that plant and I pollinated it. What did I pollinate it with? I've hit it with the grateful dog. I've also hit it with, oh, the grateful dog is also feminized. What? That's a great thing to talk about. Grateful dog is feminized. Lemon Jeffrey is feminized. I have reversed the grateful dog and put that pollen on the feminized Lemon Jeffrey, and that makes amazing, what? Feminized offspring. What? Yeah, I've never released those to many people. I put out some testers, and then my social media accounts got squashed right as I put those out, and I lost contact with all those testers, and only got a few seeds left. I can make more, but that's not what I'm going to do right now. Also, uh, with that, what else have we made? We have made Lemon Sunrise. That's Lemon Jeffrey to the Arise. That's a regular King Solomon, regular male to a feminized plant that makes amazing offspring. So yes, I do keep a Lemon Jeffrey mother plant. It's been around for a long time. The Grateful Dog is a feminized mother plant, which has been around for a long time, which has been bred to regular and feminized stuff. So I've done it both ways, you guys. Uh, I've done regular male plants to feminized females, and I've done reversed females to regular uh, females, which sounds weird. I've done everything you can think about doing, reverse to regular, regular to reverse, reverse to reverse. I've done it all, and they all work because they are plants, and that feminized factor only makes a difference when it comes to making the seeds and ensuring that the consumer, the customer, the clientele, the grower ends up with a feminized seed, a feminized plant. All right. I've been rambling. I think I've covered uh, my notes here. I think I covered all the bullet points I wanted to touch on. I don't know how long this episode was. I feel like I was going fast. It feels kind of quick. But once again, um, I don't need to ramble and make this too long. It would just get worse from here. So let's start wrapping it up. Um, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I do thank you once again for listening to the Grow From Your Heart podcast. Also, thank you for a great Patreon month in January. We did hit records, uh, high numbers of patrons and high numbers of contributions. I do appreciate that. Big thanks. I'm going to offer more discounts and coupon codes. Try to find more ways to make it up for you. I'm working on new merch. Uh, I've talked about this already. Stay tuned because episode 719 is coming. That may not be significant to you, 
My area code is 719. We're going to focus on my city, uh, the way that cannabis legalization helped my city. I'm doing my best to get Mike on that show. Mike, if you are listening, I'm going to order another microphone and some more equipment to have you right here at this side of the table to make it a group show. We'll do two guys on the show. It's been a long time since I've had anybody on the show since this whole uh, the pandemic has happened. So Mike, get prepared, get some notes, buddy. Uh, we're going to let Mike talk about numbers because Mike's the numbers guy. Uh, talk about growth and stuff here in Pueblo because of the legalization of recreational cannabis. Mike will be here for that. Um, if you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know I would love to hear from you. The email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Also, don't forget about the Grow Help tab. I talked about that at the start of the show. Go to the website, iregenetics.com. Find the Grow Help tab. Send me your questions. There's a lot of great shit on there. There's a Grow Help tab. There's a link to the Discord. If you're not on the Discord, you're missing out. Join the Discord. Lots of great shit happening over there. I hung out on the Discord group chat last night for probably two and a half hours, took a bunch of dabs, talked a bunch of shit with the crew. Good time. Shout out to all my friends on Discord. Love you guys. Always a good time hanging out with you. Also, there's a link to the merch. There's a lot of great merchandise on the Irie Genetics merch page. Um, everything else, check out the website. Don't forget patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. My voice is burning out. I'm getting thirsty and I want a dab. So it is time to wrap up this show. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Shiz Khalifa. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. <laughs>